Hello and welcome to Filling the Sink, a podcast from Catalan News. I'm Lorcan Doherty and today we're talking about myths and legends. Devils and dragons, witches and water nymphs, Catalan folktales are full of strange characters and mysterious creatures. On today's podcast we'll be hearing how the Devil's Bridge in Martorell got its name and we'll also be asking where these stories come from, what they tell us about the past and what relevance they have in today's world. Joining me today, we've got Killian Shields and Alan Reed-Thrall. Both very welcome. Thanks for having us, Lorcan. Hey, Lorcan. Good to be here. Alan, as our resident Catalan who grew up here, <laughs> tell us about your exposure to these tales growing up, these myths and legends. Is that part of your childhood? Yeah, definitely. I mean, my grandparents, my, my parents, they would tell these stories every now and then. And, and I guess that as a kid, well, a lot of times, like, it's, it's, it's difficult to, to tell what's true, what, what's real from what are just like these legends and, and, and myths. So you, you kind of just believe that everything is, is, is real, <laughs> and, which I guess that it is, is how a lot of people used to feel about these legends like uh, hundreds of years ago and maybe not that long ago. Yeah, because it's kind of sometimes a mix of some historical facts, but it's, there's a bit of fantasy, there's a bit of magic, there's different elements that can mm-hmm. come together. And these are great stories. Yeah. So why would you like believe in, in some boring story when you have like this alternative reality which is uh much more exciting yeah exactly uh killian what about you when you came here did you notice any particular prevalence of uh wild mythical beasts or for sure i mean i don't think you can come to catalonia and not get away from this image of the dragon (laughs) and i i moved over um i think it was like an early september a few years ago and so la merce was was happening in barcelona shortly afterwards on the first night of it i was up caught up in a Plaza San Gemma with thousands of other people watching this parade going on that I had no idea what it was about, but there was huge dragons and, and the, the gigants figures as well, just, the giants, yeah. um, mm. just marching in front of me. And That's funny. It's actually pretty similar to me. It must have been literally three days, I think, in Barcelona and went to a, a plaza in Les Cortes. And there was dragons, fire-breathing dragons, like cause it, everywhere, like fireworks and all these kind of, you know, just pyrotechnics going off. And I was like, what is going on here? And uh, yeah. Another so, thing about these um, parades also is um, a lot of the pyrotechnics are caused by, by devils. Mm-hmm. So there'd often the be like, yeah, like dances of the devils, this kind of thing. Like, and I've seen it in my own neighborhood and other festas as well, where lots of people would actually dress up as devils. It's certainly mm-hmm. a spectacle. And, and and I guess it's it's like this like everywhere in the world. But like you, you would ask me like about legends in in Catalonia about like the myths in Catalonia, and maybe I can I cannot think about like oh no no they're, they're not so many. But w- when I start looking at like the the traditions that we have like the the, the culture events that I will attend, I, I will realize like no no this is actually like this comes from from a legend like and I'm still like in a way participating in this still like even if i don't believe in dragons or like elves or whatever you don't (laughs) (laughs) but uh but but we still um these are still part of our daily lives in a way so these kind of mythical themes are very much alive today what do we know about the origins of them alan well of course like if you talk about legends like it's well it's talking about like the story of of humanity um as long as there was someone living in the land that we called catalonia today there there, there were legends for sure but but one thing that it, that is important to to note maybe is that a lot of these 
legends were, which were spread by the word of mouth for centuries, they were put together and written down more like at the, the, the end of the 19th century, beginning of the 20th century, mm -hmm. uh, by people, a lot of them like maybe urbanites and more educated, that say, hey, there's all these stories um, that people tell that we should probably make sure that they are, they are not lost. And this is also part of the La Renaissance, like the modernism. The Catalan oh, Renaissance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, which was inspired by Romanticism, which was, mm. uh, of course, very interested in like nature, also history. Um, the Middle a Ages bit of nation as well. building as well. Yeah, in a way, it's trying to make sense of, of ourselves. Like, how did we get here? Like, what what is Catalonia? What, what is it that, that makes us different? Like, what, and of course, like you have all these these characters available, all these stories that that you can use to kind of uh, create something. And you mentioned to me just before we started recording that there's one particular figure that kind of stands out as very important. Yeah, Joan Amadas, Catalonia's great folklorist. He was from Barcelona. He had a second-hand bookstore, uh, so he loved stories, and he put together this massive, like five-volume thousands of pages, a uh, book called Al Costumari Catala, Catalan Customs. Customary. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how to translate it. And of course, we, we owe him um, a great deal when it comes to, to knowing what people 100 years ago, well, the, the, the tales they were, they were telling, the, all, the, all the legends that existed back then, which of course, like a lot of them would have been lost, maybe, mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. hadn't it been for, for him. And in fact, thanks to that record, we can tell you a little story now here on Filling the Sink of the Devil's Bridge in Martorell. Uh, Killian, this morning actually you were in Martorell. You saw the bridge? I was there. I, was, I visited the bridge. It's very, very nice. I mean, it's, it's very, very old. It, it was originally built by the ancient Romans, but was destroyed and rebuilt many, many times throughout the centuries. But Well, hold on. We'll hear the real truth. <laughs> we'll hear the real and truth. Did you see the devil, Killian? <laughs> <laughs> How do you know that I'm not the devil? <laughs> <laughs> well, for our retelling of it, Killian, you're not the devil, you are the narrator. Um, this is the tale of the Devil's Bridge in Martorell. Once upon a time, near the town of Martorell, there lived an old lady by the Jobregat River. Every morning she would wake up and, carrying a big jar, cross the crumbling wooden bridge to get water from a fountain on the other side of the river. With every step, the entire bridge would shake, but slowly but surely, the old lady would make her way across the bridge, fill her jar with water, and cross the river once more to get home again. But one autumn, in the middle of the day, the sky went dark. A storm so strong that thunder was heard across the land. It rained so hard that the river burst its banks, and the old wooden bridge was washed away by the gushing Jobregat. The next morning, the old lady was in disbelief. Oh, fiddlesticks! What am I going to do? With the bridge gone, how am I going to get to the fountain? She tried to make her way across the river, jumping from one stone to the next, but it was impossible. She was getting soaked and starting to shiver. Achoo! I can't go on like this or I'll get a cold. I would give my soul to the devil if only he could help me. Her words did not go unheard. In fact, someone was listening nearby. A knight, dressed very elegantly, appeared by surprise. P pardon me, but it seems you really want to cross this river, is that right? 
Yes, I need to cross so I can fill this jar with water, and the only fountain is on the other side. Of course. Hmm. And you said that you wanted so much that you'd sell your soul to the devil. Well, yes, that's what I said, but... Mm-hmm. For instance, would a new bridge do? One that would resist even the greatest storm? Uh, of course, yeah. But how could anyone build... Done, that's a deal. I'll build this bridge. It will be ready by tomorrow morning. Oh, I will be forever grateful, but how could I possibly repay you? Ah, don't you worry about that. The first sword to cross the bridge, I will take as my payment. And before the old lady could say a word, the knight turned his back and started to gather stones and piling them one on top of the other, slowly but surely building a new bridge over the Jobregat River. The old lady left for home to get some rest. As night fell, she saw that the bridge was almost finished, and thinking that no man on earth could possibly do that, she came to the realisation that the knight she spoke to earlier must have been none other than the devil himself, trying to trick mortals into selling their souls. I'm old, but there's no way I'm giving my soul away. If that knight is the devil, as I'm sure he is, I need a plan. That night she tossed and turned and didn't sleep a wink. But at dawn, as the sun rose, and as the roosters crowed, an idea formed in her mind. Good morning, old lady. As promised, here you are. A new bridge that will resist even the fiercest storm. Unbelievable. It's the most impressive bridge I've ever seen. And so, would you do the honours and be the first to cross the bridge? Of course. Deals must be kept. But what the devil didn't realize was that the old lady was not carrying her jar as normal, but instead had a basket. And before setting foot on the bridge, she opened it and out jumped a cat, which sprang across the bridge in the blink of an eye. Thank you for the bridge. There goes the soul that you demanded. The devil was furious. He had tried to trick the old lady, but instead he was the one who had been tricked. Despite his anger, he had no option but to take the soul of the cat with him. And so the old lady could enjoy the marvellous bridge until her last days, and to remember the story of how it came about, people still call it the Devil's Bridge. Well, there you go. Thanks to Killian and also Christina and Gifre. You might have recognised their voices too in there. There's not just one definitive version of these folks' tales. There's loads of variations, loads of versions as well. Yeah, there? of course. Actually, the one that Joanna Malas himself wrote in, in, in this book, is, it's a bit different. Like, instead of this old lady, it's it's like a young girl who works as a maid at a hostel. And the deal with the devil is, is a bit different. He, he promises that he will finish the bridge by the morning. They put some. They pour some water on a on a rooster, mm-hmm. and then the rooster crows. Like all roosters in the village start crowing, and like he he thinks, like, oh, no, it's it's morning, and I haven't finished yet. And there was like just one stone missing. <laughs> and there are actually stories saying like in, in in different towns saying, oh, this is the stone that the devil dropped when he realized that it was morning and and it was too late. Right. And he yeah, and and, and the, the stone is still there. Like oh no, it's la, la pedra del diablo, the stone the of devil the devil. Stone, okay. So yeah, it's kind of the stories then are there to explain. Well, there's a big massive rock outside the town, so we need a story to go with it. No? Yeah, yeah. For instance, like you have stories about the the, the Pedraforca, and there are several bridges of the devil across mm. Catalonia. You have it in in Pineda, in, in Tarragona, in, in in Cardona. Like wherever there's an old bridge that people may not know where it comes from, like they'll probably come up with like uh, this 
Breeds of the Devil story. And Pedra Forca, you mentioned, is a mountain, which is... Because well, Pedra Forca is like a forked stone, no? It basically looks like this twin mountains, like two-peaked mountain. And and the, and the story says that there, there used to be a, a castle with a devil on top. And, and one day, like, it, it disappeared after, after a heavy storm. Um, or, or at least this is one of the, the possible stories. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there are loads. Yeah, this is another thing that we commonly see in these legends and stories. A lot of them are based around the natural elements. So they explain why like a mountain is the shape that it is. Uh, but another thing that we see time and time again in these stories is water. Water is like a key element in so many of these stories. Uh, and in particular, there's a lot of like characters that live in the water specifically women specifically very beautiful women who live in the water as done as daigua it's kind of a, a nymph i guess uh-huh yeah nymph, yeah like water nymph water woman kind of thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like sirens do they yeah. sing these nymphs in catalonia probably anything to seduce you to to, to come over and fall in love with them i would imagine <laughs> they'll probably sing i don't know rumba catalana rumba, like, yeah. <laughs> the, the, they, they would get of... you definitely if they did. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of these stories as well they tell okay so they tell the story of the natural world but they also refer to the history of things that have happened here like for example um the muslim conquest of the iberian peninsula yeah that, that that's a very recurring theme actually there's one from my from my hometown from moya in, in central catalonia basically the story is that you have this muslim king who had won like a lot of battles, was very rich, and he used all his his gold, all his treasures to to create like this golden goat, which, which was even like magical some mm-hmm. some way. And and one day he had to he had to flee, and and he had like his servants carry the the golden goat, but for some reason like it got lost. And well, like in in my hometown, they they say that it's hidden somewhere uh, near a, a castle, which is in ruins. And I actually remember going with my friends when I was a kid, like trying to to look for the trying for the golden gold. Like Someone's like, "Yeah, I have I have this machine that will uh, that will allow us to to look for metal hidden in the in the mountains." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be rich." <laughs> so yeah, they're still part of uh, of today's children's games. That's amazing, and kind of sticking to a religious thing well we've seen the devil and that i mean the devil is a character that crops up again and again and again maybe not such a biblical version of the devil but it's kind of like a trickster isn't it you know yeah, yeah like a mischievous character that yeah. wants to get your soul but you can probably outsmart him yeah if you keep your wits about you yeah a lot of these stories kind of seem to be encouraging people to use their wits to encouraging people to you know just have a think about a situation and and you can overcome it you know no matter what like people might be presenting some sort of reality to you just use your brain a little bit and of course one of the most popular stories featuring uh, devils in Catalonia is Els Pastorets, like mm-hmm. the, the shepherds, I guess we could we could call them, um, which basically tells a story of, uh, well, Jesus Christ is, is born and these shepherds want to, to, to visit him. And well, the, the devil, of course, wants to wants to prevent them from 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 visiting the stable. And there's this theater play written by uh, Falky Torres, uh, which is very popular. Like, of so, so it's kind of like a nativity, but it has its own twist, no? Its yeah, own... And, and you have like the character, like the devil that you were mentioning. Yeah. The... yeah, the devil being this sort of like antagonist in 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 a religious context. That's something that we that we see very often. But religion itself has such a central place in so many of these stories too, uh, such as the the Cocoyana. 
according to legend, the Kokoyana was was a woman who who was once a nun who who didn't have enough faith, uh, and and because of this, she was punished and she was imprisoned in in a dungeon. And there, where not a lot of light got into her, her skin became to grow all kind of scaly. And, and in the end, she kind of turned into a, a half woman, half kind of dragon. That sounds like a story to keep nuns in check, doesn't it? Exactly. Well, not just nuns, but anyone. You know, if you weren't uh, religious enough, you'd be punished in some sort of way. Now, Victor Borras is a playwright and the director of the Teatro New Theatre Company, which organises a festival of legends, of Catalan legends, in San Martí de Tos in central Catalonia. And uh, you caught up with him this week, Alan. Yeah, exactly. And he said that actually religion may be the, the official legend that for centuries countries had. And, and, and people, in a way, kind of are able to shape these these legends you have of course like what says the what the bible says but then like you you have like these different saint stories of, or stories with the with the devil which with people also participating in in this process of like creating a shared mythology well here he is this is victor brass i think all the legends are something magic it's something that for us is very attractive you know this kind of mystery here in, in our festival, we have a part very important that it's about the mystery legends, so legends with this kind of darkness and something that we cannot uh, understand. The legends uh, come from the from the beginning of the, our times, I think, or from the beginning of the humanity, because we need to explain our origins, our uh, stories, our history as well, and all of them have passed by the world of mouse. The, the imagination of the people, I think, located the, most of the legends in the Middle Ages. We have legends as well uh, from the 17th century and the 18th century and the 19th century as well. Legends and myths are still relevant, and this is why we organize every year uh, festival about legends. It's not something uh, archaeological. It's, a, it's about how we use the legends to explain our world. Uh, we use to explain the present and to explain the future. Victor Barras there, thanks very much to him. And the festival that he mentioned takes place in July every year. Maybe we'll try to get along next year. I liked his phrase there, it's not archaeological, you know, it's, so it's not something that's fossilized. These, these are living legends, you know. Uh, one I heard about last New Year's is Loma del Nasus. Mm-hmm. Alan, yeah, this is ring, a great one. This rings a bell, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so what does it mean, the, 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 the man of the noses or something like that? So it's, a, it's this, this guy apparently who has a nose for every day of the year, 365. How convenient yeah. that would be. <laughs> So he decides not to leave the house until he can fit in with everyone else, which is when he has one nose left, which is on the last <laughs> day of the year. So, so that's something you can tell kids. Oh, well, the, 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 the yeah. Loma del Nasus is out tonight. Keep an eye out. But of course, he's pretty hard to spot on that date. <laughs> Any other good ones, Killian? Uh, I, th- I think we can't do a podcast about Catalan myths without speaking about Conte Arnau. Just kind of his figure kind of uh, dips in and out of different stories to remind people 
of the the morals that they should carry with them. So what's the story? He's a count? Basically, yes. He was this legendary nobleman. Um, he was from northern Catalonia, I think, the area of, of, of Ripoll, which is often regarded as the cradle of Catalonia. And he was known just as, as a very, very cruel man, a very horrible man. Uh, but it's said that he committed two sins in particular for which he will pay for the rest of eternity. Even until this day, he's still paying for that. Uh, and that is, one, he had some relations with a nun. Well, I think it was not only a nun. She was like the, the mother superior like of a, of a convent. Well, that just even heightens the <laughs> crime that he committed. In fact, I'm, I'm even more convinced now that he, that he deserves the punishment that he has. <laughs> but additionally, as well as that, he was also known for not really paying his vassals properly. Now, vassals, I should explain, is sort of like a, a ring on the society of uh, back, back in feudal times. There wouldn't be the lowest of the low either they'd be in charge of a lot of like the land that that he would have uh, but he didn't pay them properly but uh, that is a, a crime that he but for, for which he deserves like to be punished the consequence basically goes that he is until this day riding around catalonia on horseback just with flames spewing out of his eyes out of his ears out of his mouth out of his nose uh, just basically living in his own personal hell, just oh. reminding everybody of, of the morals to which they should keep. That's awful. I've, I hope we don't come across him at any point. Uh, Alan, what about you? Any any figures that we haven't mentioned yet? Yeah, well, I wanted to tell you a story about giants, uh-huh. which we haven't mentioned. Okay, you're reaching for a harmonica here, uh-huh. I can see. Yeah, I've prepared something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know that I love to sing. Yeah. I, I love uh, music. Well, this is good. Is this kind of like a, a, a special treat, as we should say as well? It's your last podcast with us today, Alan, you know? Yeah. So you're going out on a song. I'm how do you say, going out with a bang? Or? Yeah. So in a way, it's my, my way of saying goodbye to Filling the Sing, to Catalan News. It's been a pleasure. You'll hear me now tuning my ukulele. Okay, that's good. So here it is, Al um, al Pi. I hope you enjoy it. like this Al jagant del pi ara balla ara balla Al jagant del pi ara balla pel camí And it has a second verse Al jagant de la ciutat ara balla ara balla Al jagant de la ciutat ara balla pel terrat. Fantastic. Oh, Alan, we'll miss you. I think uh, my mother speaks for all Filling the Sink listeners when she said, oh, I can't believe she texted me when I, t- I told her the news. She said, I can't believe Alan's going, going to miss him so much. You know, she's never even met you. <laughs> well, we're all part of the family, I guess. 
Did you uh, understand what the story was about? Okay, so we've got the giant of the pine tree. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, and we've got he, he the giant dances, dances across the, yeah. the, the path, like the Alchemy. Uh-huh, okay. And then we've got the giant of the city. And he Vaya Poltarrat. Vaya Poltarrat. The terrace, like the, 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 the terrace on the roof. The, right, okay. Ah. So he did. So it's everyone dancing just in their own kind of way. <laughs> one out in the countryside and one on top of the building. In yeah, the, I don't know if there's like an underlying like moral to that, but like it's up to you. Beautiful. Okay, well, I think the lyrics then, just say them there for us, Alan. El gegant del pi, ara balla, ara balla, el gegant del pi, ara balla pel camí, el gegant de la ciutat, ara balla, ara balla, el gegant de la ciutat, ara balla pel terrat. I think that'll do for our Catalan phrase, love it. So we've had drama, <laughs> we've had music, and uh, Alan, just want to say, on behalf of all of us here, thanks very much, and we're going to miss you. It's been a pleasure. And that's us for today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining me today, Killian and Alan, last time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having us. You'll be back, Killian, won't you? Uh, unless the devil gets me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back again next Saturday with another episode. Until then, from me, Lorcan Doherty, and all of us here at Catalan News, well, I'll let you do it, Alan. <laughs> Goodbye. Adeu.